1: This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, 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 happy Monday, my friend, yeah, Monday. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Don't forget, of course, you can hear me on Drive all this week from 4pm. Anyway, we start today's podcast by looking back on yesterday's women's FA Cup final as annoyingly Chelsea beat Manchester United to win their third FA Cup on the bounce. Here's how that game sounded on TalkSport.
2: Will it be Manchester United's theatre of dreams, Wembley this afternoon, or will Chelsea win the FA Cup for a fifth time. Turn with a low board into the penalty area. Only half cleared and turned in by Galton. An incredible start for Manchester United. Less than 25 seconds into the game and the underdogs have the lead. Would you believe it? But no, they don't. The flag is up on the near side. And the goal will not count. Manchester United have never beaten Chelsea in the women's game in nine previous meetings. Cross in from Charles, header goalwards by James, Is looping off the post! Harder through the middle, put through by James, she's clear on goal, plays it across, cleared away by Manchester United and then sliced wide by Cuthbert. The breakthrough for Chelsea, Sam Kerr gives them the lead in the Women's FA Cup final. It was six shots out, was there, she made no mistake, rammed it into the net, in front of the Chelsea fans, it's Sam Kerr in a women's cup final for Chelsea again, and the full time whistle is blown, blue is the colour, it's Chelsea once again.
3: Third consecutive FA Cup victory, just how much did you enjoy that one? Listen, I mean this sincerely, our club's
4: been through a new ownership, a lot of challenges this year this is one for the Chelsea fans we're proud to be Chelsea and it was a tiring first half from us but I think the team adapted really well to the changes and the finishers came from the bench and made the difference
3: winning games titles and finals it's almost part of the muscle memory of, of being a part of Chelsea is the manner in which your squad win football games the most impressive thing about the team
4: yes I would say so and it's easy for people to criticise it, because if it was so easy to do, everyone would do it. Um, so congratulations to our team and well done to Manchester United. They made it a magnificent final. Sam Kerr,
3: six consecutive finals scoring for the Chelsea. The celebration as well was pretty iconic. Iconic's an understatement. I've just
4: seen a photograph of it. Let me tell you, that will live on a, in a living room for the rest of her life.
3: And Emma, winning the way you did in front of a world record-breaking crowd, does that add further gloss to the moment for you?
4: Oh, I don't really think about that. To be honest with you, when the whistle went on, I wanted to go away.
3: (laughs) And final one for me, on these big games, on these big finals, apart from letting yourself go to the toilet, do you ever get a moment to enjoy little moments? Do you ever have a little think of how much you've achieved and how much this team has achieved and how much the Women's Games achieved?
4: You know what, just before the final whistle, my assistant Denise and I, we started singing My son Harry loves the Beatles and we sing I want to hold your hand a lot and we started singing the lyrics to I want to hold your hand and I told, man I could see my little boy and let me tell you that will live in my memory forever.
2: The breakthrough for Chelsea, Sam Kerr gives them the lead in the
3: women's FA Cup final. Sam, thank you so much. Um, Wembley must feel like a home from home for you. Five goals in the last three finals for Chelsea, how special was that one today? Yeah,
5: I mean, I think P did a lot. Um, great, amazing when she came on and Guru slipped it in. We
3: just needed one moment of brilliance and we got it. You absolutely did. And the celebration was iconic as well. And you could see your passion, <laughs> enjoying that moment with the Chelsea supporters. Just how much did it mean to
5: you? Yeah, I think, obviously, we love winning trophies as Chelsea, but I think this year um, it's it's even more important because there's been a lot of talk about people, teams and all that, and no talk about us. So I think we've shown today that we're the champions for a reason the last three years in this or two years and I think today was just that statement like no matter what happens not fresh not playing our best we still win games we still win titles
3: You let your football do the talking in front of a world record breaking attendance as well does that add further gloss to a really good day all round?
5: Yeah I think so I think the fans are amazing they give us so much um, you know push when we're down and we could hear them and um i think that's why we're so passionate when we scored because the fans there it's all for them i mean it without them we played here for the community
3: shield without fans and it wasn't the same so they make it special for us finally sam i saw a little glimpse into the changing room the celebrations looked pretty good in there today
5: yeah i mean it sucks we have a game on wednesday because we, we have to be tame but i think um we'll enjoy it i think go see our family and friends all the people that help us be able to perform at the highest level but it was amazing yeah
1: Now, TalkSport also brought you live and exclusive commentary from the championship as commentary drew nil-nil with Middlesbrough in the first leg of their playoff semi-final. Here's all the thrills and spills from that one.
6: We're all set. Sunday best, the church is the CBS arena, the religion is football and playoff prayers need to be answered
2: gets to the edge of the knee, into the area and Tom off the crossbar lifted it over Wilson but it hit the crossbar and stays out big, big chance for Middlesbrough, great ball high Jones is offside though tucks it into the back of the net Isaiah Jones, who made a brilliant run, agreed. Lovely ball into the box, head away from Akpom, just got in front of his man, but couldn't plant the header on target. And there goes the full time whistle that ends this first leg, full time with 90 minutes, maybe more, to come at the Riverside on Wednesday night. Live on TalkSport Sport 2 it is Coventry City 0, Middlesbrough 0.
1: More EFL action now as Bradford beat Carlisle in the first leg of their League Two playoff semi-final.
7: Two teams who finish the season with an identical record in terms of wins, draws, and losses—it's fair to say there's not much between Bradford City and Carlisle United. Now the
2: ball is whipped in deep. It's a great ball in, and they're headed towards goal. And it's a good save from Harry Lewis. The edge of the area, but Bradford are looking to win back the pieces here. And the chances—they break into the area. And have scored, it's a goal for Bradford City, and it's Jamie Walker who lashes it past Thomas Holy and back into Bradford at a Pack university at Bradford Stadium. They lead Carlisle by a goal to nil. Here is Cook, forced wide of goal, just has to step over the ball, gets to the byline, puts the ball into the far post, headed away and brought down edge of the area, but Bradford have won it back, and they're going to have a short cross goal! And that was so close from Jamie Walker again. Well, On the edge well of the area, Dennis works it out, cross comes in, here for Edmondson! Chance. Oh, six yards out and he's put it over the top. That might just be Carlisle's best chance of the night. It's half-time in this tie-in effect, Bradford with a slender 1-0 advantage.
1: Now, another busy day the Premier League yesterday, especially, of course, at the top, as Arsenal's title hopes were, well, finished, destroyed, ended, game Come over. After their unbelievable 3-0 defeat at home to Brighton, just hours after City tonked Everton. Oh, and Brentford breezed past West Ham's reserves. Bizarre old day. Here's how all that sounded on TalkSport.
2: And it's Everton 0 Manchester City 3, 51 minutes on the clock and Ilkay Gundogan has just got his second of the afternoon. It's a delicious free kick. They've made it 11 Premier League victories in a row. And Manchester City really just strolled through the final 40 minutes as they move four points clear at the top of the Premier League table. Their fans over in the far corner still making themselves heard and they've just uh, seen their players give them a raucous reception as they left the pitch as well. Full-time here, Everton 0 Manchester City 3. Arsenal 0,
8: Brighton three, and this, you feel, is where Arsenal's title challenge comes to an end. Brighton took the lead six minutes after half-time with Julio Enciso tapping home Estupinjan's cross. Four minutes from time, Dennis Undev added their second. He was on to Trossard's mistake like a flash before lifting a lovely finish over Aaron Ramsdale. And then Estupinjan right at the end tapping home from Ramsdale's parry. Added a third. The Seagulls were absolutely superb today. They saw up to sixth. It's a massive win for them and their hopes to reach Europe for the first time in their history. But for Arsenal, you'd think that this is where their push for the Premier League title comes to an end.
6: Brentford two, West Ham nil. The only real thing to worry about after this game is how Brentford only managed two. If they'd have got near double figures, it wouldn't have flattered them. Ahead after 20 minutes, Brian and Wormo's brilliant first time finish after a smart move. this should have made it two before eventually heading home before half time. And a catalogue of first half chances was followed by an absolute torrent in the second half. West Ham did have a goal disallowed. Danny Ings would have pulled one back, but that would have been scant consolation. If disallowed for a handball against Obama, it would be. You can see what David Moyes says about that. But his team, his second string here today, were well beaten and well beaten. They're lucky it was only two. Finished here, Brentford two, West Ham nil.
1: To the boot room now with Alex Cookie cook Adebayo Akin
6: and Darren Ambrose. They've had a fabulous season, right? If we right. sat here in August and said that Arsenal would be in the top four... I'm not sure anybody would believe us. The fact that they would be the nearest challengers to Manchester City, guaranteed second place, is phenomenal. But then you look back over the course of the season, they drew with Southampton not once, but twice. They were 2-0 up at West Ham, ended up drawing 2-2. They were 2-0 up at Liverpool, couldn't see that game over the line. Brighton have just been hammered 5-1 at home by Everton. And here they are, 2-0 up at the Emirates. They are missed opportunities that ultimately will cost Arsenal the title. And next season... Manchester United will be better. Chelsea under Pochettino will be better. Tottenham might be better if they could appoint the right manager. Liverpool, who've had a poor season by their standards, will be better. Manchester City might even be better. Arsenal will never, in my opinion, get a better opportunity to win the title.
8: It's not that it's not that Man City have won it. We bottled it, you know. We I like go hand on heart to say we bottled it. We were eight points tough. Man City have won twelve games in a row. Even if we would have even if they would have won all 12 games and we would have done what we should have done, then that would have been absolutely irrelevant. You know, we've done it season after season. We bottled fourth last year. We've bottled top. It's it's terrible, to be honest. We've, we've bottled it. When you've got an opportunity and you see the finish line, I get it. Like, I'm not knocking that. Mm. Like, I'm not saying I just get, I guess I get triggered by the word, oh, that they bottled it. Yeah. I think they overachieved from the beginning. And now the team that we said was going to win it anyway, yeah. has won it.
6: Delighted to say a boot room exclusive. We've got the Brighton goalkeeper, Jason Steele, joining us from the Emirates. Jason, what an afternoon for your team.
0: Yeah, good evening. I think it was a, a massive performance from us, massive win. We've got a manager here. absolutely incredible. The measure that I would give you is I would have told you that two and a half, three months ago when I wasn't playing, yeah. I would have said the same thing about him. And I think that says it all, you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. he's fantastic, you know, everything he does and we need, like, I think we performed today like how he is, if that makes sense. He's full of charisma, full of passion. He's got big personality and I think we performed like that today. Um, we needed to after the other day. So where can we go? I don't know. I think we need to make sure we finish in Europe this season. If we don't, then it can be seen as uh, a quite like, a disaster, really, with the way we've played throughout the season. So we, we need to make sure, first and foremost, we're picking up points up to to play in Here's WarProwl
8: with the corner in towards the near post. A little flick on
2: by Rodriguez and the back post is Ricky Lambert and he scores Well, who needs the record signing when you've got Ricky in rocking form.
6: Disappointed, gutted, gutted to be honest, fellas. Um it's been a very
1: disappointing season for like off the field, on the field. I went for the Bournemouth game. I think that's when I realised that the the they were going down. The performance what I seen was 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 nowhere near the level what I was expecting from a team fighting for their lives. So it was no surprise that uh, the, the performance they, gave, they put in yesterday w- was that, which w-
6: w- again was, was shocking to see.
1: Let's check in now with the Weekend Sports Breakfast Show now. And former Chelsea striker Tony Cascarino gave his thoughts on the Weekend Sporting Headlines.
6: It's the full-time whistle. After more than 400 games, a couple of European campaigns, and 11 years in the Premier League, Southampton are relegated—a fittingly abject and gutless conclusion to what has been a wretched campaign.
7: Yeah, it was a lackluster performance. Yeah. Um, stadium was half-empty. You know, mm-hmm. certainly in the second half, but even seats was, you know, you're thinking. Is there a chance, even a battle, a fight to try and stay out? I know it seemed like an impossible situation before the game, but you'd have thought before the game, one thing you're guaranteed today is blood, sweat and tears. Mm. Roll your sleeves up, we're going to give it our all, and it was far from that. And the fans knew it. I think the fans sort of knew what was coming, and it's been a long time coming for them, even though... Fans will probably turn for Southampton. Look, we've been going down since after Christmas. Really, just we've not looked a complete team. Just to update you as well on some latest news, as Talksport told you previously, Maurizio Pochettino is close to being named as the Chelsea manager. He's a really good manager. He's proved that. Um, yeah, look, he's managed Spurs and had a, uh, had some wonderful experiences with him at the helm. Uh, PSG was. Still successful in many ways, even though they lost the Champions League side that eventually really cost him his job. Well, there's a number of BSG managers that's happened to, um, and probably will happen to Christoph galtel this year as well. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, I think it's a it's a great appointment for Chelsea. You've got to know what's available in the summer to do because they spent so much money in the last year that there has to be sort of some idea of who comes in and who goes out again. You know, do you bring Lukaku back in and look for a for a slimmer more physical centre forward at his best can be a real asset for you, or do you just wash your hands of him? Do you what What's happened to Mason Mount? Yeah. Mason Mount to me is a mystery. I would embrace Mason Mount tomorrow. I'd want to get him back
0: involved.
1: Don't forget, of course, you're getting live and exclusive commentary from the Premier League as TalkSport brings you Leicester against Liverpool. Here's what to expect on game night.
8: And it's finished Fulham 5, Leicester 3. And on the evidence of some of the defending today, heading into the final three games, you've got to be fearful for the Foxes. I think the fans are frustrated and disappointed, but these players do care. Yes, some of them aren't playing as well as they can do at the moment, but they certainly care. Madison
2: immediately releases Vardy through the middle, he's in behind Key. he's faced up by the goal, he rounds him and scores!
8: Man, how much would it mean to you to get Leicester out of this situation? I think at this moment it would be the biggest achievement. Alexander-Arnold puts it back, he Robertson the Question is Salah! And Mo Salah scores for Liverpool! take another one off towards the end of the season, all they can do is try and win their games and hope for a bit of help.
1: We have to make sure that we do our homework, we have to win our games. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I don't really care. There will, of course, be another one. These Anagostian Talks the Daily Podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day, and above all. Be safe, everyone. Be safe.
7: That was a podcast from TalkSport.